5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Make sure Pilkington wasn't here today. Oh, that bad, huh? That bad. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. Not my favorite, but they got a few songs I can get behind. No, I, see, I, I'm over, under the impression. If if David Grohl were not so likable, David, like I'm a like a math teacher, so His if mom. Dave Grohl, yes, David, if Dave Grohl were not so likable, and Taylor Hawkins were not so likable, you know the Foo Fighters, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, for the old heads in our, but see, they're kind of old head music too now. Well, the old heads, there there's old heads out here that think that don't like this kind of stuff. I well, it's I know. too new for them. I get what you're I saying. But, I mean, if those guys weren't so likable, I think you'd have a – you'd almost have a, hey, they're kind of played out situation. Uh, I agree. Like Nickelback or Creed. Now, look, they're immensely more talented than Nickelback or Creed, right? Yeah, I agree. But, I mean, if you have a rock segment in an award show or a documentary – I think if you do a rock Super Bowl halftime show, this is the only option, in my personal opinion. No, no, you're right. But what I'm saying is, if you're doing a a rock documentary and you're trying to get, you know, kind of modern bands to comment on things, there's two places you're going. You're going to Grohl slash Hawkins with the Foo Fighters, or you're going Tom Morello with Rage Against the Machine. Well, you know, they're going to say something or, nice. Right. But I'm just saying those are the guys that you see in all the rock-related yeah. docs and that kind of thing. And I never thought about that. Now you mentioned it. That's so true. Yeah. And, I mean, it's also one of those deals where um, Metallica, that's who else is playing everything. And again, I think if Metallica were not so legendary, people might be like, oh, they're overplayed. They stink like, like you know, Creed or Nickelback yeah. or something. And again, vastly more talented than those than those acts. I don't I don't want to misrepresent anything. I don't I don't hate Nickelback or Creed though. I, I like a few of their songs. I'm not I'm not one of those people where it's like, I absolutely despise them and they should never be played ever again or anything like that. I think they have some decent songs. Mm. I'm the one, I guess. I'm the, I'm the one. No, no, you and John Jansen, he he kind of, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong, Ben. Okay, all right. You're wrong. Uh, welcome in, everybody. Uh, guess what we have today, Ben? Guess what we have? We got Brian Mull. We're talking some basketball. You know, we've already had like an upset in the Big South tournament. So all the, the March Madness stuff is beginning, which is great. So much fun. 
Embrace basketball, people. It's great. It really your, is. Is this your favorite time of the year? I get the feeling every time you talk about March Madness that this is like I light one of your up a favorite little sports, bit. sports let events me, of the year. Let me, well, it is. I, I've always loved it. Uh, when I okay, was a young yeah. whippersnapper like you, Ben, and I was a man about – actually, when I was in college, I was quite the dork. When I became a little bit of a man about town, uh huh, yeah, a little, little later in life, I'd go underground during the, uh, during the month of March. Okay. Because, right. be, because I would be watching the tournament. I wouldn't go out and frequent the establishments. I'd stay home and watch the tournament. You That's know? all right. Mar I mean, there's not a lot going on in March anyways besides the tournament, in my personal opinion. So if there's any I'd, month to I'd, do that, I think this would and be And then the I'd, emerge. I'd emerge. I'd rise like the Phoenix, Ben. I'd emerge after the tournament was over. And I'd be back as a man on the – and usually by that time it was time for the spring game and people were in town and we yep. had a good time and you always celebrated. Well, how can anybody miss you if you never go away? Ah, there you go, a little Jim Cornette line. See? The, the real those – who, those who know – the if you're the real, you know. How can you be missed if you don't – exactly, which is why I suffer from tremendous overexposure right now. <laughs> All right. Um, so Brian Mould talking that. No, no, I love it. Trust me, I, I, I love basketball, and I really like football. I love football. I like all sports, Ben. But, you, you know, sports. like, I, I, I do, I do, I do love sports. I'm a lot like the uh, governor here. I love sports. Yeah, I am like him. But um, I, I just, you know, I really do. It's one of my favorite. The Masters, I love that. Love March Madness. I love the golf. I'm starting to like the Masters, and I, I'm, I'm slowly getting into golf. The Masters is an event I can get behind. Yeah. When I was an NBA fan, I, I, you know, this was a good time of year because it's the playoff push. But now even in the playoffs, they're, like, doing load management. Come on. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I think that uh, the whole thing is kind of meh, you know? As long I, I as just, you uh, were going to say, like, a tennis event or something or just something no, like I, the Olympics I, or something, I'm, I'm well, completely with you. There's certain times of year I don't, I, I, I don't mind the summer games, depending on what's going on. I, I don't – the NBA, like I said, it's meh now. I'm not really, you know uh, – I, I mean, I, maybe the finals now, maybe, depending on who's in it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big um, maybe for me. You know, I certainly love football. Uh, you know, baseball, I think, is about to destroy itself in some ways. I think it already did. I, I think this was – just sped up the inevitable, I think. Well, quite possibly. Quite possibly. But – um. No, this is a good time of year. This is, a, you know, really, we're in the meaty part here, Ben. You flip the calendar, you get, you, you know, you got playoff football, you got the Super Bowl, you got a little meaningful basketball, March Madness. No NHL playoffs there. We're not there yet, huh? No, and I'll get excited for that if the Canes are doing well. I mean, they'll become my Carolina. Right now, they're your Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> but if, but if there's a bandwagon to jump on and they're doing making noise in the playoffs, they'll become my Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, it's just a matter but of making noise in the playoffs. But I reserve the right to get off that bandwagon very, very quickly. That's fair. I mean, we're in an area where, you know, you're allowed to do that. But, I mean, no one – look, in the area where they're the home team, it's not as popular as yeah. – And this – I mean, there's some – It's popular when it's winning, but when it's not winning, right. it's it's one of the worst in the league. I mean, we can't just choose to forget that. And I love Mark Maniscalco, friend of the show, great guy. Love oh, to chop yep. it up with him. We're going to have him on soon at some point. By the way – uh, so Brian Mull talking some hoops. That's a big part of today's show. We're going to hear from 
Uh, Nick Logish and uh, Cliff Godwin from last night. In fact, uh, let's hear a little bit from Cliff right now uh, on uh, Logish's performance. Our microphones were there from 94.3 The Game. We were hoping to get him through the lineup one time, and that was what we were starting with, and that he looked good. So uh, we probably kept him out there for another inning longer than probably what we anticipated. But uh, he was really good today, um, and we needed him to be really good early so that we didn't have to play from behind. Pirates uh, wrapped out. 13 hits, tie ball game. Uh, Chris Davis hit the tying shot for Duke. Do you remember that, Ben? I do remember that. I remember a fun tidbit about that, but I feel like you're about to say something about him here. He's Reese Davis's son. There but here's you the go. other. Here's the other. Reese Davis from ESPN, the worldwide leader in sports. Here's the other tidbit. Did you know he suffered a ruptured spleen when he was at Princeton in a game and almost died? I did not know that. Jeez, that took yeah. a turn. <laughs> it did. It did. <laughs> they were up in College Park. And he, I'm sorry. He had a collision with another outfielder, and he ruptured his spleen and, and almost died. So, I mean, that was, you know, look, I thought pretty cool that he he's a Duke. He homered. He's got great hair. I wish I had that great. I mean, my hair is pretty good, but I wish I had that hair. That's, well, that's awesome. A, that's hair. a given in college baseball now, nowadays. You have to have good hair. Yeah, good facial hair that's, or something. See, see, Ben, that's kind of how it was when I was growing up and watching baseball. Yeah. Guys had mullets and weird facial hair. I mean, that was that's what was so great about it. See, I didn't get because I never had good hair. So, no, no, you got a good, you got a good do now. You're looking good. <laughs> okay. I appreciate it. You're looking good. You when you when you when you keep it up, you're you're looking. When good. I wanna, when I wanna, I understand. I, I it depends on your your uh, social life. I get it, but um, so yeah, that. We're going to get into all of that. That's That was a big win for ECU. Now three and five. They won two in a row. Look like they're putting it together a little bit. Boy, that bullpen is something else right now, isn't it? I think that's the strength of our team right now, without a doubt. Clear, clearly it is. And if they can hang on enough for the offense to come around and explode, that, that's a good thing. Uh, tough putts this weekend. Indiana State's not going to be a slouch historically. Um. I think the Michigan game will have a lot of emotion because of the LeClaire ties yep. on both sides. And I think uh, Maryland, they're coming in ranked. So, I mean, that's that's a that's a big deal. Well, Maryland's got uh, really good pitching. And if our hitting, yeah. our, our hitting needs to keep it up going into that game and hopefully can keep it up going into that game because that pitching is brutal when it comes to Maryland. So tomorrow on the show, a couple of things, uh, just to give you a preview here. Well, uh, let's, let's no longer, since we are talking the baseball and LeClaire, we're going to give away a pair of tickets to each game in the LeClaire Classic today. The caveat is you'll have to come on the air with me. We're just going to give them away. We're not going to make you run through any paces because we got too much to do here today. So thank your, thank your Uncle Patty. Thank Cousin Ben. And let's uh, make sure that uh, you come on. If you refuse to, uh, this is the one rule I'm laying down. If you call in and you say, well, I don't want to go on the air. I can't go on the air. You ain't getting the tickets. Ben, do you hear me? I hear you. I'll yell at him if you need me to. No, no, no. Just say, hey, you you can't come on. I'm sorry. You can't get the tickets. I might yell at him. I mean, you don't have to know. All right. <laughs> well, we're giving away a pair of tickets to each of I the promise. three games. We're giving away a pair of tickets to each of the three games. So stand by to dial for that. We may even do an extended caller deal for that. But you got to come on the air with me. Talk to the P-Man. P-Man wants to talk to you. I want to know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I made sure you had the same seats all throughout the weekend, and you get to see some pretty good ball teams this weekend. Yeah. I mean, your weekend is planned out with these tickets. Right, and it's going to be great weather. So the least you could do is talk to me for crying out loud. Um, 
Tomorrow, Joe Dooley will be on the show. We'll talk to Coach ahead of the uh, weekend season finale at Wichita State. We'll also talk to Larry Williford. A lot of scuttlebutt, you know, the High School Athletic Association. And they've been taking a lot of slings and arrows from a lot of directions here in the last year. They usually play regional finals at a neutral site. That's usually been at ECU. It's been at Fayetteville State in the East the last couple of years, a couple spots out west. I remember, I'm so old, Ben, I remember when they did the whole regional week in Greenville. The Rose Ooh. Garden, the, yeah, the, it was fun. The Rose Garden hosted uh, the girls' games, and uh, ECU hosted the uh, boys' games. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun because you, re- you played the regional semifinal and the final. So you'd play Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, like 1A, 2A, 3A, 4A. Not always in that order, but you get what I'm saying. And then you yeah, play you. four games in each classification, the boys' championships one through four, girls' championships one through four on Saturday. It was a big deal. And if you were like a JUCO coach or a D3 coach or an NAIA coach, even a D2 coach. That was the event. Well, you'd come because you were looking for players. Yeah. And it, it was like going to Vegas for those guys. They could eat at Applebee's. They, you know, this I'm talking old school Greenville here. Yeah, I love you know, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they had like two hotels. I mean, this was like a big, big thing. Are you going to sing the Applebee song? You seem really. No, no. Mm-mm. No, no. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm living vicariously through my coaching friends. Fancy like Applebee's. Please, Ben. And so <laughs> I, um, uh, so that I always, I love that. I thought that was great. But now they're going to play them at high school. Side. Now, originally they were just going to play them at the highest seed, but something changed in the last few days. And they're going to play. Now, the people in Charlotte are hot because they're sending like four Charlotte teams to the mountains to play in the Western <laughs> Regional. And like and like Kinston and Farmville are playing. That's a hot game on Saturday. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I don't want to bring up bad situations, but I mean, when they met in January at the uh, at the uh, tournament in Kinston, you know, they had a fight break out in the stands. They had to break out the pepper spray. They didn't finish the game. That's disappointing because that's been kind of a, I hate to say it, a common thing this year, not just with Farmville or anybody like that, but all throughout the state where we've seen a lot of games this year get canceled or have to be yeah. played the next day because well, I mean, there's fights a, a breaking out. couple Farmville games. Tear gas. I mean, I, tear gas yeah. really coming out. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to make that the basis of what I talked to Larry about tomorrow, but, I mean, they're they're sending those two teams to Lee County to play. But, you know, I think if they had done a little better job of trying to figure out, if you don't want to host it at two sites because of the expense, I get it. The high schools are stepping up and helping out. Rose is one of them. They're going to host the 1A. Remember Anthony Atkinson, who played at Barton? They won the national title and all that? I do remember he's, that, yes. He's going to be – he coaches Wilson Prep. They're going to be there. Bertie's girls are going to play there. In other words, the 1A boys and girls are going to hey, play at that's Rose. my parts. There Bertie you go. County. Windsor, baby. So, uh, and that's good. I, you know, hey, congratulations to Bertie for getting into it. Congratulations for to Wes Crave, uh, Carteret, rather getting in for the second straight year. I think that's cool. They got a really good player down there. And then Farmville's boys and girls. So, the, you know, it'll be cool. And then you go on there, and if you win Saturday, you play at NC State or UNC. So there's a little bit of people who are unhappy about the fact they're being shipped out to Lee County when they could have played in Greenville, but we'll, we'll get into some of that. I, I don't know the decisions that were – the process that was made. Uh, you know, and, and obviously it would have been a huge gate, Farmville and Kinston, with the Farmville girls playing before. But it's just – it's kind of crazy to have to travel with gas the way it is. But, and again, this was not the plan as I understood it last weekend. It I mean, sounds like I, a safety measure to me. Where, well, I don't know about that either. I mean, I, I don't want to make that assumption. Yeah. But I mean, it, you know, 
just wonder how many how will fans be able to travel a couple of hours yeah. on Saturday. All the games are in the afternoon, which I think is smart too. And I, I don't know if they're trying to avoid going up against you know Kay's last game at Duke, playing the Tar Heels or not. Oh, but I mean, I, I didn't I think, think about that. That is big. yeah, like the games at Rose are at noon and two on. Uh, that's very smart on Saturday. Anyway, all right. So there's all that. Uh, next week. Well, house cleaning for you. Probably could have done this next segment, but while we're talking about guests and all that, next week, Mike Oresco is going to join us from the conference tournament, uh, Commissioner of the Americans, so we'll talk to him. And uh, Wes Durham's going to be with us Monday. Uh, ACC, voice of the ACC on the ACC network, the great Wes Durham, makes his triumphant return to the show. So we'll get Wes on and uh, looking forward to talking to him. Uh, you want to do... Uh, you want to do this now, Ben? You want to give away the tickets? I'm down. Caller number five. You want to do five? We always five. do five. Yeah. All right, we'll do five. That's well, this fine. one makes sense. You know, Clark LeClaire, I mean. No, I, yeah. I get it. Makes sense. Not one, not two, but three tickets, uh, three games this weekend. We've got a pair of tickets to each game to the Keith LeClaire, uh, Invit- uh, Keith LeClaire Classic. So you're going to get a pair of tickets to each game Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Do with them what you want. But uh, we'll give you those tickets. Get a chance to watch some quality baseball. It'll be beautiful weather. Uh, Caller 5 at 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. You must come on the air and have a say in order to claim the ticket. So we'll uh, meet the winner, and we'll have our Pirate Report next. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. That ball is gone. Flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. Chico's. Chico's Mexican Restaurant is the home of the best margaritas. Grab your amigos and head to Chico's every Tuesday for the Gulp of Mexico. A huge 46-ounce lime margarita for only $6.99. On Thursdays, relax and enjoy half-priced pitchers of Chico's house margaritas. Choose from lime, strawberry, blood orange, raspberry, or peach. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's in downtown Greenville and now available through DoorDash, featuring a half-gallon of the famous margarita mix to go for only $9.99. Chico's, where the fiesta never ends. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victra is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. 
They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Do you have chronic joint pain like in your knees and hips? It's time to think about an exciting new way to treat joint pain with biologic therapies, regenerative solutions. I'm talking about QC Kinetics available here. Hey, gang, it's Patrick Johnson. Lots of people here have called QC Kinetics already. They are the nation's leader in helping people deal with chronic pain with no surgery, no drugs, no steroids, and no downtime. These natural pain treatments can actually repair and restore damaged tissue in your joints with long-lasting results. I'm telling you, biological solutions help your body heal itself. If you have joint pain due to arthritis, lower back pain, shoulder pain, you need to change the way you think about pain treatments and discover the biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Get moving again. Get your life back. Do it with no surgery and no drugs. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more. 252-756-PAIN. Regenerative, restorative, real pain relief. 252-756-PAIN. Get the latest on the East Carolina Pirates each day on the Patrick Johnson Show with our daily pirate report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. 94-3, the game. Mercy on many men, many, 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 many men. The hell is this? It's 50, baby. 50? That's my favorite song. My yeah, guy, Fitty? Fitty Cent. Love me some Fitty. We're nickel as people wanted to call him during the Super Bowl. They were not kind of my boy, Fitty, during the Super Bowl. No, nah, he was a buck 25 during the Super Bowl. <laughs> Fitty was. Yeah, he was a little bit too big, maybe. Well, he's old, aren't we all? Yeah. I thought he was actually in pretty good shape for his age. Uh, to hang upside down like that. Yeah. That was no CGI nonsense. That was the real deal. All right, uh... Chris in Washington, winner of our tickets. You got a pair of tickets to the 3.30 Friday game against Indiana State, the 4.30. Well, no, you get into all the games. Even oh, you the, get uh, into all the games. Yeah, even the uh, neutral site game. Yeah. So. Oh, all right, Chris, you got a bunch of tickets then. Look at you. Look at you, yeah. Chris. What's I, going I on in the uh, little – Man, I, 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 I dialed the number. I was like, I ain't saying no way I'm going to win all these tickets. So that, that's awesome. I love pirate baseball, but I've never been to the classic before. Well, this is your chance to go. I'm glad you're getting to go, buddy. It's going to be a beautiful weekend, good baseball, and yeah, uh, that'll I, be a I, lot of fun. I enjoy pirate baseball, so it, it's going to be beautiful this weekend. Yeah. Well, good. Good. Yeah. Who you going to take? Through? Who you think you're going to take with you there? Who? What you got? What, who, you I, gotta... I'm hoping. I'm hoping I can talk my wife into going with me some. But we we've been remodeling remodeling the kitchen, so she she's going to be like. We can't go to all of them. We got to work house. We're going. See, we're you, going to you, some of them at least. Right, right. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Lord. You're remodeling yeah. your kit. Good. Are you doing it yourself? Yes, sir. It has been. Wow. It has been an experience. I think he deserves <laughs> to go to a baseball game. No, though. he does. He needs to get out of the house for three or four hours easily. No doubt. We look. We did the demo on on January eighth. So I have okay. had a full working kitchen since January eighth. Yikes. So are you just eating out every meal, or what are you doing? Uh, yeah, or or you, you learn how to cook a full meal in a crock pot or a, or oh, a yeah. pot real quick. 
Yeah. Hit the grill a little bit. Good weather to hit the grill today, too, right? You go out and grill, right? That's right. So I got the, I finally got the stove put in Tuesday night or Monday right. night. It yeah. was Monday night, and I got a Snapchat from my wife. She was excited because she was boiling water on her new stove. At, oh. at boiling water on the stove in, in two months. Almost. There you go. There you go. He definitely deserves to go to these games. No, he definitely deserves it, especially if he's doing this himself. Hey, uh, what is the first big meal your wife says she'll – I mean, I don't want to be sexist here, but I mean, she sounds like she wants the new kitchen. I mean, you'll cook and help, I'm sure. But what's let me let me ask this politically correctly, Chris from Washington. What is the first meal you all will prepare in the kitchen, like when it's done? What's the what's the meal, the signature meal that you'll prepare? She wants to do a sushi night. So when it's all whoa, said, whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute, Chris. Shut the front door, yeah. Chris. Chris, you don't have to have yeah. a kitchen that's functioning to have sushi. You can it's have that. Any, what do you? No, I know it's all raw. No, what are you going to cook? A, I, that's right. But I had fish? a countertop. I had nothing ah. in my kitchen. I, okay. We we completely tore everything out of our kitchen: the floors, the cabinets, the countertops, everything. So she oh she she wants to do a sushi night and listen to Bob Marley on the record. Oh, right. I see where this is going. <laughs> now Ben. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Chris in Washington, going to go to the games this weekend, gets to go to the Classic, has not been. I like that he called it the Classic. I love that, the clear Classic. Yeah. Uh, hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in, and uh, be safe out there. Good luck with this kitchen remodel. You've earned a chance to go to as many games as you yeah. want to, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I appreciate it, T-Man, and, and I enjoy listening to you on my way home every day at 5 o'clock. You, 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 you're I listen to you during my wind-down time from work. Ah, home, so it, it, I really do appreciate you being on. Well, that's nice of you to say that. You know you can listen to me in the mornings as well. You're aware of that, aren't you? Yes, I am aware of that. But I, okay. I listen to Sports Talk Radio. I, I listen ah. to 94.3 The Game. My, there my truck, my radio and my truck stays on 94.3 The Game. All I'm, 24-7, 365. I love all it. All the time. You need to put that I, like I, a promo or something. I know. That's why I was trying to shut up during that and hoping Ben would shut up. But he... <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. So so here's here's what I'm going to say, Chris. Uh, that's great. You should keep keep it locked on the station. But if you if you need a P-Man fix, you can always get me in the mornings. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. That's just shameless self-promotion, and I'm just promoting myself at this point. All right, Chris, thank you, buddy. Hope we'll get a chance to catch up with you at one yes, of the baseball sir. games at some point and uh, enjoy a frothy beverage maybe. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. See you, man. There he goes. Chris in Washington. That's what I used to do before I started working here. I would listen to the station all day. Well, you don't anymore? Because huh? you... Well, I'm a part of, sick it of it I'm a part of it. Oh, oh, I see. You're you're in the inner sanctum, so yeah, you're, yeah. It, you're above it now. Is that what I'm hearing? No, okay. no, no. All right. Um, let's uh, do the pirate report for today, shall we? Let's do it. All right. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. I, with Ace production like that, I don't know why you wouldn't listen to the thing 24 hours a day. I thought it was uh, perfect. I love no, the it was, it was. Uh, you did a good job of... You, before, there just would have been dead air. You covered it well. You, ben has learned all these little tricks. Little tricks of the trade. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. All right, the pirate hitting as the bats broke out yesterday against Duke. Cliff Godwin in the postgame on that. 
Yeah, you know, uh, it, it's always tough to see here when, when you first start playing because there's a shadow. Um, that guy, their pitcher, Stenson, did a really good job. And then um, we just got it going. And uh, uh, a lot of quality at bats up in that lineup. Uh, Bryson, of course, starting off. Hoove had some quality at bats. Uh, J Jacob Jenkins Coward again, another solid day. A Mac, of course. Uh, Agnos had a good day. Uh, Ryder had a big hit. So I really thought it was spread out up and down the lineup for sure. Godwin on the Pirate pitching. Logos gave us a quality start. Uh, you know, Twilliger hits a guy with two outs and they pitch it. Guy hits a home run, ties it up, but our offense responded. And Josh Groves was electric, man. He was awesome. And then Danny Bill came in and closed it out. All right, and then uh, speaking of closing it out, getting a road win over Duke. Cliff Godwin discussed that in uh, the post game. Yeah, uh, they're all they're all good for sure. Um, but no, Duke's got a great program. Anytime you can come on the road and and get a win, and I thought we played really good in all three phases. I thought we pitched good. I thought we played great defense, and I thought we swung the bats good. Pirates have won twenty one of twenty two over the Blue Devils on the diamond. Speaking of the uh, pitching, uh, Cliff referenced him a moment ago. Nick Logish. Uh, the senior with five Ks in the win against uh, Duke. Uh, did not get the decision, but uh, obviously pitched very, very – or he did get the decision, didn't he? Or yeah, did he, he did. No, he, he didn't get I believe so. Okay. I don't think he did. Anyway, point is he pitched well. And this is what uh, Nick Logish had to say about what was working for him. Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, just trying to throw strikes and let the defense work, and I felt good. And they made some great plays behind me. You know, AMAC there with the double play and – um, it, it, it's a lot easier to pitch when you know the guy's going to make plays behind you. All right, let's get uh, Logish on pitching coach Austin Knight. Yeah, uh, he's been awesome. He's been really great. Um, you know, even just recently working on a new slider grip um, with him, and it's it's just he's he's been great. And um, you know, beyond that, like the routines, the mental game, uh, just really pushed me to be better, and it's it's helped. And Nick Logish on being a pirate. Uh, I mean, I love this place. I tell everybody who asks me about it, I love this place. I love the guys here. I love the the fans, Pirate Nation. It's awesome. Um, it's a it's a great tradition, and, and we're just doing our best to uphold that tradition and, and keep adding wins. It is brought to you. Our Pirate Report is today by Victra, the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. And Victra's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring. Victra has open positions for consumer sales, business-to-business -business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operation support. Benefits, incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face -face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, 50% discount on your wireless bill. Access to wages prior to payday and 401k matching. Earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Victor is holding a hiring event tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at the Victor Contact Center. Uh, and that is located at 1451 Thomas Langston Road over in Winterville. Let me give you that address again. It's tomorrow from 10 to 4 the hiring event, 1451-1451 Thomas Langston Road. In Winterville, Victor is hiring over 100 people this week, and they want you to apply right now. So visit them online. It's pit-jobs.com for information about the hiring event coming up tomorrow. You can also apply online. That's pit-jobs.com. 
Brian Mull will join us talking a little March Madness. Uh, we'll get into the Phil Mickelson stuff, some pirate basketball. Of course, uh, I understand Coach K's last game at home is this weekend. Uh, that's uh, just into the news center, so we will uh, talk with him about that. But first, Ben B-Baby Byram with a 94-3 The Game Sports Flash update. Thanks a lot, Patrick. Let's take a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation. ECU baseball got a win 12-2 over Duke in Durham last night. Senior pitcher Nick Logish got the start for the Pirates and dominated on the mound, notching five strikeouts. Here was his comments after the game on what was working for him last night. Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, just trying to throw strikes and let the defense work, and I felt good. And They made some great plays behind me. You know, AMAC there with the double play. and um, it, it, It's a lot easier to pitch when you know the guys are going to make plays behind the Pirates will be back in action this Friday for the annual Keith LeClaire Classic as they look to make it three in a row against Indiana State. First pitch for that game is set for 4:15. Live coverage and play-by-play begins right here at 4 o'clock Friday night on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94-3 the game. NCHSAA Basketball East Regional Championship set to get underway this Saturday and a few local schools set to play in the big game. J.H. Rose will host the 1A Championship of Bertie County looking to take on Wilson Prep and the girls, while the boys We'll see Chatham Charter versus Wilson Prep and the 2A East Championship at Lee County. The Farmer Central girls battle top-seeded St. Paul's. Well, the top-seeded Farmer Central boys take on the second-seeded Kitson Vikings. Moving on to the NFL, Panthers GM Scott Fitter revealed a lot in a press conference earlier today. He states the starting quarterback spot is up for grabs. Pro Bowl linebacker Hassan Reddick will test out free agency. They plan to get some O-line help in free agency as well. And offensive coordinator Ben McAdoo was key in re-signing tight end Ian Thomas. From the NBA, the Charlotte Hornets signed former All-Star Isaiah Thomas to a 10-day contract. And for Major League Baseball, the Players Union and the owners failed to come to an agreement at the deadline yesterday. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred announced that the first two series of the season have been canceled. That's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I've been Bob Brian Moe on golf and college hoops. All that and more up here on the Patrick Johnson Show following this quick timeout. Adam Gold Middays, Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month with four lines. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. 
Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Greenville's number one sports show is back. Understand? Yeah, I understand. Now ready? Yeah, I'm ready. It's the Patrick Johnson Show on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. got hoops, a little golf talk. Brian Mull, hopping aboard the Patrick Johnson Show. At BG Mull on Twitter. Uh, he'll be uh, at the Masters in Augusta covering things again. Uh, I got some golf for you, but we'll wait because there's so much basketball. But uh, welcome into Brian Mull, who's going to be at a couple of uh, tournaments in the Mid-Atlantic region. What's up, Mull? Not much, Patrick. How are you, sir? I'm well. This is your time of year, isn't it? This is uh, this is begins the run for you, does it not? It does. Yeah, this is an exciting uh, month ahead with uh, a lot of indoor basketball and then a little bit of outdoor golf. Uh, what tournaments? Big South's underway out in Charlotte, the Bojangles Coliseum, right? Already had a That's couple cool. of games played today and uh, Hampton and High Point coming up uh, 6 o'clock. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, that's going on. What other tournaments are, are kind of already underway? Yeah, the, the Campbell Camels playing this evening as well. Uh, we've got the Atlantic Sun got underway. Uh, Liberty, obviously the perennial favorite there, but some formative formidable challengers to to the Flames in in the Atlantic Sun. Uh, the Ohio Valley, I think, has cranked up. Uh, you know, we're just kind of in the preliminary rounds, early rounds here of a lot of the uh, smaller one-bid, low-major to mid-major leagues uh, this, with uh, the CAA and the Southern Conference cranking up this weekend. Gotcha. Uh, you you know this because you follow a lot of uh, so-called mid-major hoops. Who's the team to watch that can win their tournament and then get into the, the dance and make a little noise? Uh, I'll give you two. I've been really big on Chattanooga out of the Southern Conference all year. I think they have all the pieces for a recipe, uh, probably would land somewhere around that coveted 12 line uh, and could be a handful for any power conference school that they would match up with. They have Silvio D'Souza, who some may remember from his stint at Kansas, five-star center, mm-hmm. transferred there and has done well. They've got veteran guards, uh, the best player in the Southern Conference, Malachi Smith, and they've got a solid coach, Lamont Paris. So 
uh, I think they'll be trouble. And then if Towson, uh, who shared the regular season championship with UNC Wilmington and the CAA, uh, I think they would also fall somewhere around that 12-13 if they were able to win the conference tournament up in D.C. first part of next week. And I think they could be trouble. Uh, they're physical. They have a good big man, and they have veteran guards as well. I, it would be cool to see Pat Skiri, uh win because when he took over Towson, they were nowhere. And that administration's been patient with him, and they've supported him, and he's built it up, and, and finally kind of the fruits of that labor somewhat paying off right now, I guess. It takes time. And when you go into a place that's had tradition, that's been to NCAA tournaments, that's contended and won championships, it doesn't take as long because there's, there's a foundation there and, and people know that it can be done. But when you go into a place like Towson university, which uh, has been at the bottom of every conference it's been in for the better part of a couple of decades, it it takes time to build a culture. Uh, You know, there's going to be some bumps in the roads. It's never a straight line progression, but if you feel like, you know, you just have to have a little bit of patience and and that's something that's in short supply these days. It seems like in athletic administration offices, but uh, you know, give Towson's folks credit. He's, I think uh, they've had a, a number of different presidents and ADs during uh, Scary's tenure, but they've all recognized that he's a good coach. And now he has the roster of, you know, has the players and and they've had the best season in school history with 24 wins going into the conference tournament. Yeah. And you've got to have uh, the administration behind you, uh, even beyond athletics. There's, there's no doubt about that. We've got uh, Brian Mull. Uh, college basketball uh, scribe. He'll be uh, at the Big South. He'll be at the CAA. And uh, Lord knows where else he might be uh, here uh, over the next uh, several days. Great to talk to him. Good to have him on the uh, program with us. Uh, it is uh, our uh, getting you ready for uh, uh, college hoops. We had Jerry Palm on. I know you're uh, back working with Lenardi this year, but uh, we had Palm on. Uh, UNC, we talked to him Monday. UNC, of course, beat Syracuse. It took him overtime. He was saying that win really doesn't help them. Uh, obviously, a win over Duke would solidify their bid. They just got to win games at this point. It's it's not other than Duke. There's not one opponent that they can beat that would give them, you know, to, to lock them in. Uh, in that conversation as well, although I think when I looked last, Palm had them in in the uh, first four. Um, you have SMU and and Memphis still in that mix, so. Well, let's just start with the Tar Heels so we don't jump all over the board here. Obviously, they, they're going to be doing everything they can to win on Saturday night. Uh, absolutely. I mean, that that is uh, an opportunity for a signature victory uh, for the ages, right? I mean, not only a, a, a victory that would ensure UNC's position in the tournament, but uh, would spoil Mike Krzyzewski's last game in Cameron Indoor Stadium. I mean, let's be honest. It would not only make a lot of North Carolina fans happy, it would make a lot of people happy all over the world if they were able to do that. So uh, big, big opportunity. They put themselves in position. Um, I agree with Jerry. Uh, they, they've they still got some work to do. I mean, they've been in a position these last couple of games where a win doesn't really help you, but you sure surely can't lose. And uh, I'm not convinced that uh, they're a tournament team necessarily. But I'm not convinced the ACC is as bad as everybody's made it out to be either. It's certainly one of the weaker ACCs we've ever seen. But I think there's some teams, uh, whether it, you're talking about Virginia Tech or Wake Forest or Virginia, 
uh, Miami who, who are capable of winning one or two games. Um, it would not surprise me. I don't know if folks remember last year, everybody talked about how weak the Pac-12 was and how great the Big Ten was. And then we got into the tournament and um, it, it was kind of kind of flipped. And I think, uh, you know, you have to be careful judging a, a conference uh, based solely on what it did in the non-conference, which in the ACC's case was not a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of teams have gotten better, uh, have uh, have put themselves in a position where they can be dangerous in a bracket, but the seedings are going to be difficult. Early line, Duke three-and-a-half-point favorite against the uh, Heels on uh, Saturday. This is Kay's last game, and, I mean, we can't – certainly I don't think any flowers we're going to give him will be justifiable, but when you look at uh, how – the game of college basketball, you know, I wouldn't say all 40 years, but certainly for three decades, it's kind of run through that program. It's kind of fascinating. It really is. And uh, like many people, I've thoroughly been enjoying this documentary on the ACC Network, uh, the tournament, and just thinking back to the league that he and Jim Valvano came into in the early 80s with uh, certainly Virginia at the height of its powers with Ralph Sampson. And, and, I mean, just the unbelievable talent that Dean Smith had at North Carolina year in and year out. I mean, you look at some of those teams with three and four NBA All-Stars, eventual NBA All-Stars on some of those rosters. And uh, it was tough, you know. The Duke was at the bottom. And, uh, of course, obviously that, that first class allowed him to establish himself. But then I think what he did in the, the immediate years after 1986 – were probably some of the most important seasons as far as him building that program because they were able to get back to the tournament and then within a couple of years were able to get back to the Final Four consistently uh, for a number of, you know, one of the best stretches in, in, in college basketball history. And, you know, certainly now a different uh, – the last six, seven, eight years uh, going uh, more the one-and-done route as the game has changed and uh, – you know, had had mixed success with that, but certainly been in in the conversation each year for for championships, and then for him to go out uh, his final season with the first regular season championship and opportunity to secure that outright on a Saturday night, it, it's fitting. Uh, pretty, uh, it makes makes me feel old to to <laughs> realize that I've watched uh, the whole thing. You know, like you know, here's a guy who's done it for four decades, and I, I've. Uh, I have memories of all of those phases, and uh, certainly uh, it's been love him or hate him. I mean, you can't argue with the results. It's been uh, it's been a heck of a run. He's he's changed the the arc of a Duke program that, that had a good history. Certainly had some tradition. Vic Bubas built, but um, you know the the level he's taken it to. I don't think anyone could have ever forecast. I I think uh, I, I tend to try to tune out Corey Alexander. When he's on, um, and I'm sure he's a great guy, but uh, interesting last night watching a little bit of that Duke Pitt game, he's got K as the coach of the year, and we're, you, there's a lot of things you could say, good and bad about Mike Shashesky, about Roy Williams, but there are times where other guys won coach of the year just for being better than expected in the ACC, and those two guys should have won the award. Uh, so I thought it was interesting he has K as the coach of the year in the ACC. And that's just not a sentimental pick, I don't think, this year. No, he's done a terrific job with this team. Uh, they've defended at a high level from from the beginning. Uh, they, you know, they hit a little bit of a lull there after they were on lockdown for COVID coming out of Christmas, which is to be expected. I mean, they were in total isolation, couldn't practice anything of that nature. But 
Duke and North Carolina, whoever's coaching there, you know that you're getting the best shot. You're getting a packed arena when you're on the road. You're getting the absolute full attention of all of those players, some of whom probably grew up dreaming of playing at Duke or North Carolina and didn't get the opportunity to do that, so would love nothing more than to beat them. And uh, if you can survive that and win regular season championships, and, and as both of those programs have done, then certainly that takes a higher level of coaching. Hey, and Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree with what Corey said. You know, I mean, you're getting everybody's best shot. You're everybody's Super Bowl every game. It's a whiteout. It's, a, you know, whatever. <laughs> right. They're giving away food pizzas and cupcakes. And uh, you've got to play your best to win. All right, Brian Mull. Uh, Mull, can we hang a segment here? I want to I want to ask you a little bit about ECU, Bubble, and uh, and uh, we got to get into the Mickelson thing. So can you hang through the segment? Let's hang. All right. Mull's going to stay with us through the break. Come back more. Brian Mull, Patrick Johnson Show. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like, well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Is that the sound of an ooey gooey cheesy crunchy slice of P-I-Z-Z-A? <laughs> Obviously, but as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Remember the days when you could go to your favorite butcher shop and get your pork chops or steaks cut just the way you like them? Well, you still can. Acre Station Meat Farm on Highway 32 in Pinetown, north of Washington, is Eastern Carolina's traditional butcher shop. Acre Station's where you can get your order cut the way you want it. The best sausage, bacon, and pork chops and steaks you'll ever taste. I get my steaks from Acre Station because uh, the quality is great and they can cut it any size you like and just can't find a selection like that anywhere else. I like to go get my roast at Acre Station because they cut it at about six pounds and that's perfect for my for my family because I just can't find what I'm looking for at the grocery store anymore. Acre Station, your traditional butcher shop in Pinetown just outside Washington on Highway 32. Find out what others have always known. The short trip to Acre Station is worth the drive. At Acre Station, you just get that good, friendly service you just can't find anymore. I guarantee it's the best sausage and bacon you'll ever eat. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. All right, Brian Moles uh, stayed with us through the break. Patrick Johnson's show. Uh, tomorrow, Joe Dooley joins us on the program. Uh, before we get into bubble teams, let me uh, ask you a little bit about uh, this, uh, Mole. Uh, Joe Dooley's going to have a winning regular season, quite possibly could finish with a winning uh, season. 
uh, came into the, op- the the deal here, the opportunity here four years ago, some headwinds against him with academics, and, you know, there's a lack of tradition. You sort of alluded to this with Pat Skiri earlier at Towson. you got to give these guys some time if they're coming into a situation where it's not a – where the foundation – and there's not, in other words, there's nothing to build on. You're having to build the foundation. So uh, I think I think Coach Dooley's done a heck of a job this year, and I know you've watched enough of their games uh, to know that uh, he's he's done a fine job, and uh, he's got a nice roster that, if it stays intact coming back next year, uh, could be really, really uh, good in the American. Here's the other thing. Cincinnati's coming off the rails right now. And I know it's a big ask, but if ECU wins at Wichita State and Cincinnati loses to SMU, which could happen, Pirates then get the seventh seed by a half game. How about that? Yeah. I mean, the the, the program is making progress, and it's not the type of – progress probably that some expect or want but gradual progress and you have to give coaches time and joe knows what he's doing he's running a good program uh they it it would be a travesty if he's not the coach there next year uh and and i don't even know if that if there's speculate you know where that stands i have no he's got a year he's got a year left on his deal right now yeah and he he should have a couple because uh if you I was up there in 19 and 20 and seeing what he had to work with and now seeing where the roster is and, uh, you know, playing the whole season without uh, the guard who he expected to be his best player. I mean, that's something that's certainly out of his control. You, you just have to see what can happen. And with the dynamics of the league changing going forward, there's opportunity there for East Carolina to be a player in the, in the league. And, and you just, you can't keep re- trying to reinvent the wheel every every four or five years. Uh, it, it just doesn't work historically. I mean, there's data that proves that the, the programs that change coaches every four years just don't ever sustain anything. And uh, just because, you know, they think putting another person in there is going to make the difference. And, I mean, here's a guy that's been a head coach. He's been an assistant at the highest level and uh, – I mean, he he's done a good job. The team the team has gotten better. They've lost a couple they could have won, and they've won a couple they could have lost, like most teams. But uh, you know, they they were robbed of a home game, a conference home game, yeah. which is a little a little unfair and needs to be you know is worth mentioning, and still have an opportunity to uh, like you said get to seventh, which would be their highest finish in the American, and um, uh, I think have a chance to win a game or two in the conference tournament, and uh, it'll be uh, it's a it's a pivotal couple of weeks probably for the future of that program in some ways, but um, you know, you just, you, you can't, you, you, you've got to have a plan and, and kind of stick it out. And uh, I, I just think that patience, you know, <laughs> we can get, go back to Mike Krzyzewski, you know, without a little patience there, uh, we're not, we're not having the conversation we just had. Uh, Brian, uh, American uh, right now, it looks like uh, and I haven't checked the Lenardi stuff today, but uh, the, the Jerry Palm stuff had uh, the top three from the American end. Houston, obviously, Memphis, and SMU, although tenuous with the Tigers and with uh, with uh, S- with uh, SMU. So uh, how, when it all comes out in the wash, how many do you see getting into the American or getting into mm-hmm. the NCAA out of the American? Excuse me. I, I think it's I think it's two unless we get an unexpected tournament champion. You know, um, best case scenario would be for somebody to knock off Houston, you know, in the semis or the, maybe even the finals, but, uh, and, and steal a bid that way. But I think we're, 
we're looking at Houston and uh, and SMU. Uh, I think still has a little bit of work to do uh, to confirm it. Uh, and Memphis is just they missed a lot of opportunities in the non-conference. Uh, you know, the win over Alabama is good, right? And the win over Virginia Tech's good. Uh, St. Louis is kind of playing their way out of the tournament. Uh, or, you know, they're certainly not a lock. So, uh, but that's still a solid win. So, I mean, they they have some moments, but uh, they also lost to Georgia, and uh, that's a bad, bad, bad loss. So, that might be uh, the that might be the worst P five program in the country right now. Well, Oregon State says hello. Hold yeah. my beer. <laughs> I agree. Georgia in uh, is one of the worst. Uh, just for the roster. I mean, I, I don't think they could finish top four in the CAA yeah. with that roster. Um, By the way, Uwe so, Pui played last night with five guys on the active roster in their tournament. That's, that's They made it the whole game, and uh, because I'm sadistic, I flipped over there with about four minutes left, and, and they were down, and they were fouling. You know, they started fouling pretty early, trying to just somehow make a miracle comeback. And I was wondering, like, how many fouls do they have? Yeah. Like, it's not like they can bring in somebody else to foul. Like, this is it. Like, you get five each. And uh, they were fighting right to the end, three and 25, and ended the season with five players. That's a, it's crazy. That's a tough run. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Palm, we had on again Monday, Jerry Palm, Houston a six in the Midwest, SMU and 11 in the South. Uh, they've got Memphis in a first four game with Michigan. That's kind of intriguing. Uh, as an 11 seed, uh, your guy, Lenardi, has Memphis last four in SMU among the first four out, and uh, he has you would see apparently squarely in does uh, Lenardi. Huh. Well, where where right now Palm has UNC and and Wake Forest first four out. So uh, I mean that's how tight it is. But I I just don't get the Wake thing. I mean I guess it comes down to net and numbers and other things. But I mean. I, I, you know, I grew up in the game. I like an eye test. I'm, I'm old fashioned like that. Wake can play. Wake, Wake can play. Wake has the type of player in Alondis Williams who could become a star in March. He's already a star. Anybody who's watched him he play, should be he should be the player play. of the year. This Baycott Player of the Year in the a- ACC talk is nonsense. Yeah, Williams should be the Player of the Year. There's no doubt about it. But like, he's a guy that we've seen, uh, you know, on and on and on. Kimba Walker. I mean, there's a million cases where a guy just puts his team on his back and averages 30 points a game or, you know, 25 points and eight assists or whatever it may be and could could lead the Deacons to a couple of wins. Uh, their non-conference schedule was weak, admittedly. They know it. Uh, they were trying to win some games. Forbes has talked about that. But this is a team right now that's one of the best 68. There's no question. And uh, one of the more importantly, one of the best 36 uh, at large candidates. Hey, uh, let me ask you, let's shift gears to golf. Brian Mull with us. He's going to be at uh, Augusta again this year covering the Masters. Uh, the Phil Mickelson stuff, obviously the comments were boneheaded. Mickelson uh, calls the journalist and makes them, even though he says it was an off-the-record conversation. Phil likes money. We've talked about the Saudi Arabia thing. I can't fault anybody for wanting to make money. Uh, it, you know, I mean, the hypocrisy of we just had the Olympics in China. Uh, right. You know, Harold Varner did win a, a tournament called the Saudi Tournament. You know, we're happy for Harold. I'm not saying Harold should be taken to task over that. I mean, we're we're capitalistic here. We get the plight of the golfer as, as in what you and I do daily. We understand it. You have a finite window to make all the money you can make, uh, and I'm cool with that. Uh, where did the lefty thing go sideways? 
And is this a little bit of the PGA and maybe this generation of players, too, that just don't like him very much? Well, he's never been the most popular guy in the locker room, ever. And and, and that's just um, – that's a fact. But the so, fans love him, though, Mo. Fans love him. Well, they don't spend as much time with him. <laughs> The, uh, the 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 problem that he made, and I think what everybody saw right through, and it made them scratch their head, was that he he made it a a, a, a decision that was motivated by perhaps you know wanting to make more money, and you're wondering, gosh, Phil, don't you have enough money? But that's like you said, he's, it's his right to try to make more. Well, and that, <laughs> that, that's sort of the rest of the story, as the late great Paul Harvey would say. But that's that's maybe for another day. But then to frame it in that he was doing it all for the tour, you know, to shake things up and to change things. I think a lot of people just saw right through that and said, don't, uh, you know, don't mask your uh, motivation to, to make as much money as you can when you're at the, the, the twilight of your career to trying to help the tour. You know, I mean, the bottom line is there's one person who's helped all those guys make more money and his name's Tiger Woods. And the, the purses are higher than they've ever been. I think the purse this week at Bay Hill is higher than all but six major championships that have ever been played in history. Wow. And it's just a regular tour of it. All right. Invitation. If, if we, got, we don't have a lot of time here. If Phil goes overseas and plays and doesn't make the comments, what happens? Is there the brouhaha, the flare-up that there's different. been? I think, it's, I think it's a lot different, you know. But um, his mouth got him in trouble. When does he show up again? It's that's a great question. Uh, probably at Augusta because it would kill him to miss it. It's his favorite place, as it is for so many of us. And he's won there three times, and he can control the narrative there and uh, have a press conference, not have a press conference, answer whatever questions he wants, uh, walk around and thumbs up and sunglasses. And I mean, he he, he can be in control completely. I. I think he I, at first I didn't think he would play there but now I'm beginning to believe that he'll he'll appear at Augusta and it will be very reminiscent of when Tiger came back in right. 2009 or 10 and uh you know it, it'll be very controlled and they'll take care of him and nobody will uh, you know he'll issue another statement or make one blanket statement about it and then that will close the door at least publicly for for that period Hey, Brian, enjoy the hoops, and uh, we'll talk more about uh, that and golf, or that and hoops, uh, coming up in the uh, weeks ahead. Do appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks, Patrick. Have a good one. You too. There he goes, Brian Mull, at BG Mull on Twitter. A little overtime. Uh, congratulations to Chris from Washington, the winner of the LeClaire Classic tickets. And uh, <laughs> what top is this? Level, top level production here. Ah, uh, it is. What is this? <laughs> Jack Johnson. You never heard Jack Johnson before? Oh. No, I have. I just, it kind of caught me off guard. I'm not really sure what it yeah, was. Yeah, I kind of blared it there for a second. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, thanks to Ben Byram. It's been an adventure with Ben today huh? on air and off air. It's been interesting. <laughs> um, are you in tomorrow? I, you know, we're doing like sporadic shows because of baseball this time of year. And I'm here and tomorrow. I'm there. I always love to stop by. And- well, I mean, I'm not saying stop. I just want to know who's producing the damn thing tomorrow. Who's, who's doing that? I think Philip is. Okay. See, I got to mentally prepare myself. Okay. All right. So, um, tomorrow, Joe Dooley will be with us, pirate basketball coach. 
They'll wrap up the season uh, regular year Saturday against Wichita State out in Kansas. And then uh, coming up on uh, tomorrow, also Larry Williford, the Farmville Central coach. They're back in the uh, Eastern Regional Finals. They're playing Kinston. That's a big showdown. That's huge. They're playing in Lee County. So we'll talk all about that tomorrow, talk some hoop. We'll preview the LeClaire Classic, take a look at the teams that are participating. And uh, we'll do that tomorrow. No show Friday because of baseball. But uh, next week, scheduled to join us. Uh, confirmed for Monday, West Durham, voice of the ACC. And uh, we'll talk with uh, the very uh, – it's a guest we haven't talked to in a while, the commissioner of the American, Mike Oresco, slated to join us next week. A lot to catch up on. That could be a whole show itself. Oh, it, Hey, careful what you wish for there. Because he'll give it to you. <laughs> True. And he ain't afraid to call in when your show's about to end and talk for 44 <laughs> minutes either. Yeah. We, we've or learned that minutes. Way. Yes, we have. We've had a hot summer's day. All right. Uh, we'll join Fox in progress, I guess, after the break. And uh, Ben Byram will... Uh, I'll be doing something. Have, he'll be around sometime. Uh, have a, I'll, I'll be back on the radio tomorrow, I think, and uh, here tomorrow at 5 o'clock. Patrick Johnson Show. You have a great rest of your evening here. See ya. Start something new in 2022 by continuing your education with short-term training at Pitt Community College. PCC's continuing education programs are available for those interested in a new career path, preparing for the workforce, or updating their current skills. Continuing education classes are offered online, in hybrid format, and face-to-face, with many being offered free of charge. Visit pitcc.edu today and let us help you in 2022.